Multiversal Q, your guide to the comic book multiverse. Now in podcast form. Now in spooky podcast form. This is our What If Spooky Special. I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. And this week we are going to be covering two What If issues that we thought were going to be spooky and none of them were really spooky. Nope. Life is disappointing sometimes. Life was disappointing sometimes. Our first disappointment was What If Volume 2, number 24, which takes place on Earth 9140, What If Wolverine Was King of the Vampires, which was written by Roy Thomas and R.J.M. Lafacere, with Tom Morgan on the art, Janice Chang as the letter, and Tom Vincent on colors. I, I do have to say, I like the intro where the watcher's like, do I really have to introduce who I am? I did enjoy that. Well, yeah. I both enjoyed it and was kind of like, ugh. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it's like, uh, well, it's, I guess, does he do that often in Volume 2? No idea. Okay. Well, uh, I have no idea yeah. either. But we get a quick recap was, of... Or I guess here's my opinion on it. It was a little too Watcher showing emotions, which, from what we've learned, Watcher's not supposed to do that. Stay yeah. in his place. So we get a brief recap of X-Men 159, where Dracula fell in love with Storm, turned her into a vampire, and then because she was best friends with Kitty, she was able to stop being a vampire. We saw another variation on this universe with uh, Bloodstorm from the Beaten X universe. But in this universe... Storm instead becomes a full vampire and betrays the team instead of Dracula. So Colossus, Nightcrawler, and Wolverine become vampires. And Wolverine is like, Hey, bub, I'm going to be Lord of the Vampires. Rawr. And so they fight, and, like, Wolverine somehow turns into a wolf, because, like, that's standard vampire powers, right, Devin? Oh, absolutely. But it does not make sense, because he has adamantium human-shaped bones in his body. Oh, yeah, don't ask me. I'm like, none of this made sense. Well, one, in future X-Men storylines, it's been proven that Wolverine actually can't turn into a vampire. Yeah, yeah. Because so, that was taking place in the one of the more recent X-Men runs. Well, a lot of this stuff doesn't make sense. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he this ends up... factor, like, counteracts the vampirism. Yeah. And he ends up sucking Dracula's blood... Which also absorbs the evil from Dracula and Vlad, Dracula's dad. Which I keep running into people named Vlad in the stories and things that I'm listening to, which always makes me think of Vlad from Akewood. Have you read Akewood, Devin? Nah. You should read Akewood. Okay. Because but yeah, that, that was the first one they were talking about, the whole, oh, you absorb his evil by drinking his blood. I'm like, What? Well, it is a vampire so drinking. That works. It's a vampire drinking another vampire's blood, though. Still, I don't. I don't remember any of that ever being like a thing. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, somehow Wolverine and his new X Men vampires end up like converting all the other X Men, uh, the New Mutants who weren't actually formed at this time, Magneto, the Hellfire Club, the Morlocks, and also Freedom Force, who were not formed yet at this time. Yep. Or, well, no, Freedom Force may have been around. No, no, because Rachel Summers wasn't around this time yet. So, I mean, it does not make sense continuity-wise. 
And I think my favorite moment was when J. Jonah Jameson wanted pictures. Pictures of Draculas that they won't film. Because I guess at this time you're still using cameras that have you, like, silver acetate or whatever. So. Yeah. Uh, Mystique and Destiny. Well, I was confused about that. I was actually confused a little bit about that, too, because... Jameson, like, flat out says that he thinks all the vampire stories are baloney and garbage and aren't real, but then, like, five seconds later, he's like, I want pictures of the damn vampires. He wants pictures for proof. He is a thorough news journalist. No, he's not. But we, we still love him. Uh, yeah. That's true. Uh, Wolverine's, like, right, left and right hand uh, men are Mystique and Destiny, who can see the future. And they're worried about this thing called the Montessi formula, which in the 616 uh, destroyed all the vampires. And I tried to look into how Dracula returned, because afterwards he was in the really, really good uh, story Vampire State, which I will link to the Journey into Misery episode on that, and also the Rachel Miles episode about uh, Vampire uh, Storm. Because uh, they recap the stuff in a lot more fun detail. Uh, like, Vampire State has Dracula with a space pirate ship that shoots uh, vampires at England from space. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so they're all worried about this Montessi formula, and uh, Wolverine knows that Doctor Strange is the only threat. So he sends the vampire juggernaut after him, which also raises questions. But, uh, juggernaut... Yeah, go ahead. Well, I mean, like, the whole thing of Sidorak is, like, would that ever, like, allow him to become a vampire? Yeah, that's why I'm, that's what I'm wondering, so. Because later on they make a comment about, like, how he mentions this, like, the gemstone power, like, won't allow Strange to, like, hurt him in the same way other people's can. Yeah. That's, like, so clearly, like, that power still exists, but also doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Juggernaut gets in and breaks his back and throws him into the pit of white albino crocodiles. Though his cape escapes, which is explicitly stated as well. Yes. Because Wolverine says that the alligators, if they eat him and poop him out, then he definitely can't come back once you're made of alligator poop. Mm-hmm. And so Wolverine decides to protect the Darkhold, which is the book that has the Montessi formula, which in the which is in the Sanctum Sanctorum, which I guess they can't enter, which is really weird because there's, like, a whole bunch of spells on the house, but somehow you might think that those spells would expire when Strange dies, or, like, later on you see Wolverine able to enter the house, and it's like, oh, he was just strong enough the entire time. But it's like, you could destroy the freaking house. I'm pretty sure you've converted at least, like, one magical person who could take down all of these spells, or at least enough of the spells. Or you send the gosh dang juggernaut vampire at it. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess here's my problem. It's like, if Strange knew that this magical spell was the only thing that could stop the vampires, it's like, why the hell did you leave your freaking house? Yeah. Well, why was anyone leaving their houses? Because, like, Wolverine ends up converting, like, a bunch of the other uh, superheroes into vampires as well. Yeah. Uh, even though they don't really point out who who becomes a vampire and who doesn't, it's just like, oh yeah, these are heads of some of the people who became vampires, but others died. No, there was two different pictures. I'm assuming all the ones in the first panel became vampires, and all the ones in the second one didn't. Yeah, but those panels don't even look good, which really bothers me. 
No, they didn't. Basically, he had Spider-Man was the only one I could really tell became a vampire. And Moon Knight. Yeah, and Moon Knight. And the United States can't really do anything, and so New York is in a quarantine in the United States, and the entire U.S. is in a quarantine as well. We find out that Doctor Strange's uh, astral body is still around, and he gets told by the Ancient One that he needs to find a human body, which he does in Frank Castle, the Punisher. And I think it was uh, Secret Wars Journal or uh, Battlegrounds where they had uh, this same that type puncher. of... Yeah. The same type Sorcerer of team Supreme. Up. Well, no, I mean, he's not really Sorcerer Supreme. He's just filled with Doctor Strange. Yeah. Well, and, the Secret Wars one, it's not Sorcerer Supreme. It's Doctor Punisher, Soldier Supreme. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Frank Castle gets the Cloak of Levitation, and he is toadstand to kill some Draculas. And, I mean, he is ready for this. He has silver bullets, silver gloves... He uh, shoots Colossus with, like, a holy water squirt gun. Uh, he uses the Eye of Agamotto, which now has a cross on it for some reason, to pretty much Care Bear stare at the Juggernaut. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and, uh, like, Wolverine, Lord of the Vampires, shows up and is just like, Hey, Bob, I don't like your accessorizing. And he just cuts off the cape, which breaks the connection between Doctor Strange and uh, Punisher. And Punisher ends up running out of bullets, so he pushes, like, Wolverine through the doorway of the Sanctum Sanctorum, which I guess was, like, not powerful enough to kill Wolverine. And so they start getting into a fight with Punisher using his uh, silver knife, and he gets a big stab in, and then Kitty appears. And he's like, no, don't kill What? out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, like we didn't see her converted into a vampire, and like there was no build-up to this at all. And so she tries to stop and save him, and she somehow, for some reason, drops out of phase, and so Punisher just decapitates her in a hilarious panel because her head just bounces, but there's no blood, and she just looks shocked more than anything. And then Wolverine is like, no. And then he massacres Punisher. Yeah. And uh, Wolverine uh, realizes that, oh my god, what have I done? And Dr. Strange's ghost is like, yeah, you you did all of this stuff. It's all your fault. And Wolverine feels bad, and so his heart grows three sizes that day. And it causes all the evil that was in him to dispel. And so he ends up working with Doctor Strange to read the formula, which kills all the vampires, including himself. And then Doctor Strange, who was the last Sorcerer Supreme on Earth who had, like, no students, goes into the astral realm, leaving the Earth without a Sorcerer Supreme and without most of its heroes. The end. Well, that was the thing, like, it, it is without most of its heroes, but also it seemed like all most of the heroes are still alive. It's really... Because, like, all the Avengers were still around. Yeah, but it's like everyone in New York, I guess, died. But, I mean, it raises a lot of questions, and it just feels really unsatisfying at the end. I guess, at the very least, yeah, Iron Man and Cap are both still alive. Yeah. Uh, So, up next, we read What If Volume 1, Number 37, which had three stories in it. The first one is, What If the Thing Had Continued to Mutate, which was written by Tom DeFalco with breakdowns by Arvel Jones. 
Uh, finished art by Sam De La Rosa. Uh, Janice Chang, once again, was the letter. Dave Billman was the colorist. And this takes place in Earth 8321. And it's a follow-up to Marvel 2-in-1, number 81, where Bill Foster had super cancer. And Bill Foster is Goliath, which means he grows big, just like Giant Man does. And yep. he had captured him and the Thing and the Fantastic Four. And Modak wanted to see what his living virus could do. And normally they have a gun that is able to neutralize it, uh, which would be able to neutralize a virus and also radiation. But there's only one shot in it because it gets damaged. And so Bill Foster sacrifices himself and uses it on the thing, which I guess the Fantastic Four never got around to like making a copy of the dang gun. Because it's like Reed Richards should be really good at doing that. That's what I thought. I was just like, who cares if there's only one thing? I was like, Richards could yeah. easily solve this problem. Exactly. In and, like an afternoon. Yeah, and so like in this universe, uh, the thing, after getting infected with the virus, just wants to be alone instead. And there's just a whole bunch of like really pointless stuff with like Captain America and Modoc fighting or trying to get the cure. And like the big thing is that the Fantastic Four and Alicia go after Ben, uh, who has become super radioactive and is like more tumorous than usual and green yeah and he ends up going critical susan uh invisible woman shields everyone but the only effects are now that ben is completely human and alicia can see and bill foster ends up replacing ben on the fantastic four because bill selfishly takes the shot for himself in this universe (laughs) (laughs) it'd be hilarious if things like no, Bill, I gotta take the shot, even though I'm perfectly human and perfectly cured of all this radiation. Yep. Yeah, no, I mean, the whole Bill Foster Cap part, it was just like, all it is is just him brown-nosing Cap. Oh, man, look at Cap taking down all those men. I wish I could do that. Oh, yeah. Cap, you to block all those bullets. Oh, Cap, way to attack this. Oh, Cap, way to do that. It, it, was, was, like, it was such a long, boring story to read. It was. It's not even that long. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it felt long because I think, like, three pages of it are on recap. And then, like, four more pages are the stuff with Cap and MODOK. It was not a good story. One thing I feel about these what-if issues, like, they always keep recapping where it actually happened in the 616 universe. And it's like, you don't really need to. Well, I think this was before they had recap pages, though, which... Like, in some of the uh, newer what-ifs that they've been doing is a lot easier to do. But I guess it's more for me, it's just like, who really cares? Like, I just like seeing a cool new alternate universe. Yep. Like, you don't really need to throw in a recap page. Like, if I'm like, oh, this is the whole part where there's the vampires with Storm and such. Cool, I know where that is. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yep. And so the second story was, what if the beast had truly become a beast which was by Alan Weiss on script and pencils with Jim Sherman on inks and colors. And it takes place on Earth 8320. And I'll link to the uh, story that Rachel Miles did that sort of explains the whole Beast transformation story and how he transformed. But the breakdown is normally he's the Beast, the brain and bronze of the team, who decides to drink a formula for disguise. That is also the source of mutation and... He ends up getting blue and furry, and he still remains smart. Yep. But in this universe, Hank starts losing his mind. 
Angel goes after him for some reason because Beast had left the X-Men at this point out of work for this other science lab. And so the X-Men are really worried because his brain signals are getting weird. Angel gets, uh, and, uh, yeah. So Angel goes after Hank, but he gets beaten back. Uh, Beast gets hit by a psychic bolt and starts running. Uh, Cyclops and Jean try and go after them, but they get, both get knocked out. So Professor X shows up and, like, Beast in his, like, final moments is pleading for death. And instead, Angel comes up with the idea of sending him to the Savage Land where he can be friends with Tazar and uh, Zabu. And, like, yep. the one good part of when Cyclops is like, no, he's too dangerous, we should put him in some sort of hyper-security zoo! Classic Cyclops. Cyclops. We should say that again. Classic Cyclops. Well, one on three we'll say classic Cyclops together. Oh, okay. Classic Cyclops. Yeah, that that doesn't work because we're unsynced. Oh, yeah. Classic Cyclops. Oh, classic Cyc. Oh, classic Cyclops. And then the last story is, what if Galactus had turned the Silver Surfer back into Norrin Rad, which really doesn't fit into our theme. Yeah. Which I don't get why they did this one, because it's like, you already had two stories, why did you need a third one? Because they realized how little plot they had in those other stories by the time they'd already committed to them. Even though like one of them was kind of like, up, oh, and we're just going to skip this part because we don't want to explain it. Yep. And so, uh, this takes place on Earth 8327, and it was written by David Anthony Kraft. With Mike Vosberg on pencils, Steve Mitchell on inks, and Diana Albers on the letters. And normally, the first time Galactus comes to Earth, Silver Surfer betrays him. And so Galactus just puts up a shield that prevents Silver Surfer from leaving the Earth. And instead here, he just removes the power cosmic. Like a dick. Yeah. And so uh, Silver Surfer is turned back into Norrin Rad. He loses his cosmic awareness. In Fantastic Four, I think Norrin's, like, really excited that he gets to work with them, and they're just like, yeah, we want to send you back to your home planet. But no one knows where Zinla is. And they try and ask the Watchers, like, oh, I can't intervene with stuff anymore. I already intervened. And so they're like, you're being a dick, Watcher. And he's like, well, maybe if you came to my house, you could find some technology that would help you. And so they end up going to the moon. And so Galactus is being a massive cockmunch, so immediately he goes back to Zenla to eat it. And so Shala Ball, who was uh, Norrin's girlfriend on Zenla, uh, she's like, hey, what happened to uh, Norrin? And he's like, he's marooned on Earth, and now I'm going to eat your planet. And she's like, oh, well, I'll take his place, because I love him and I want to find him again. And I also want to save my planet. And so she becomes Starglow. And uh, back on the moon, Reed finds the Cosmic Compass, which is like an off-brand version of the Astro Harness that uh, Orion uses to fly around. Hooks Norn into it and is just like, okay, off you go. And so Norn gets back to Zenla, and he finds Starglow. And it turns out that, oh, Galactus got really pissed off at Norn betraying him because they had feelings and emotions and memories, and so he just wiped out all of Starglow's memories. 
And it's like, why, why don't you generally do that in the first place? Why, like, not make, uh, like, why not make a herald just out of cosmic energy? I mean, your plan doesn't make sense. And Galactus is like, oh, well, yeah, this is some gift of the Magi shit, isn't it? And so he ends up giving Silver Surfer back the power of cosmic, uh, trapping him forever on Zinla to defend that planet. The end. Yep. And it's like, once again, there is like nothing's, none of these stories were satisfying in the end. Nope. I mean, I think the best one might have been the uh, Silver Surfer one, because it was some like eerie comics, sudden twist stuff, but even then it was not very good. I mean, I'll at least say at least it enjoyed Dr. Punisher. Yeah, there were enjoyable parts on that, but I mean, it didn't hit as high as it could have. It should have been knocking that out of the park. It really should have. Well, it also doesn't help, too, that I know how great you can have some vampire-killing moments with the X-Men. Mm-hmm. Did you ever read um, Curse of the Mutants? No, though uh, Rachel and Miles, in their episode on... Uh, the first Dracula and Storm story, they did cover that. And oh, okay. the horrible like inconsistency within that event. Well, there was some inconsistencies, but here was the great moment, which was Iceman gets blessed by a priest. Oh, and yeah. And just massacres the vampires. Well, and they also talked about how uh, Cyclops essentially tells Galactus to go follow his heart. Which... Galactus was in that story? Uh, no, Dracula. Dracula. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But, like, none of the characters in the main series were actually written consistently to, like, how they're normally depicted. And it was just, oh, yeah, let's have vampires, I guess. It was cool. I enjoyed it. Ah, uh, well... We got, it was when we got Vampire Jubilee, which is really stupid. Yeah, they don't know what to do with Jubilee. Nope. Uh, but you know what is really good, Devin? What? Trials of the Multiverse. What? Our list ranking all of the universes from best to worst. Uh, currently at the top is our still undefeated uh, What If J. Jonah Jameson Adopted Spider-Man, and at our bottom is Spidey Baby. God damn Spidey Baby. Damn Spidey Baby. Spidey Baby is the worst. Such a chump. Uh, so, first on our list is Earth 9140. What if Wolverine was Lord of the Vampires? Top half or bottom half? Bottom half. Yeah. They're pretty much all going to the bottom half today. Yeah, so our current dividing line is uh, the Juggernaut tried to eat Russia. Hello, uh, Yeah, so is it Bottom quarter or third quarter? Low third? I don't know. What's what's our dividing line for quarters? Uh, what if Sue Storm was the visible girl? Oh, I like it better than that. Uh, was it better than lingerie all-you-can-eat nude beach? Yes. Uh, was it better than what if Age of Ultron uh, Secret Service had explode? The one that we created. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at uh, the uh, Punisher cap from the 
uh, What If Age of Ultron. Like, right under uh, Wolverine Raised a Piece of Shit. Yeah. So, right under Wolverine Raised a Piece of Shit, Dakin, from our yeah. Father's Day special. Yeah. Okay, so our new 74 is Earth 9140, Wolverine, Lord of the Vampires. So then, uh, let's do our next one. What if the thing had continued to mutate? Uh, we'll just go based off of uh, Wolver uh, Wolverine, Lord of the Vampires, and where that was placed. Is it worse than uh, Wolverine, Lord of the Vampires? Run thing? Yep. Yeah, it's worse. Uh, let's go to... Uh, let's start lower uh, with another Wolverine. What if Wolverine was the worst he there is at what he does? It's worse than that. Okay. Uh, is it worse than Batman Holy Terror? No. Okay, is it worse than What If Ant-Man Had a Picnic? Yes. Okay, is it worse than uh, the Hank Pym was Ultron from the What If Ultron? Um, Yes. Uh, was it worse than What If I Was the Red Skull? Yes. Uh, was it worse than I Had Red Skull Luke is pretty great still in my mind. <laughs> I'm not a Nazi. Uh, was it worse than I Heaven? No, that was, that was kind of dumb. Okay, so then it goes right above Batman Holy Terror. Yep. Okay, so... Earth 8321, Bing, Ket, Mutaten. So up next we have, what if Beast had truly become a beast? I, I did like this because we got to see Beast fighting Angel, and it did sort of have a good ending, and Cyclops suggested putting Beast in the zoo. Yep. So it's definitely yeah, better... security zoo. Uh, so is it better than uh, Wolverine, Lord of the Vampires? No. No. Nope. Uh, is it better than Punisher Cap? Yes. Yeah, it, I think it's definitely more memorable than Punisher Cap. Yeah. So our new number 75 is Earth 8320. Beast became a beast. And then our last one is Earth 8327. What if Galactus turned Silver Surfer back into Norrin Rad? Um, better or worse than Lord of the Vampires? Yeah, better. Uh, better or worse than uh, Wolverine raised a piece of shit? Yeah, it was better. Uh, better than what if Wolverine hibernated? No, it's not as good as that. Uh, better than Days of Future Past 2, Days Harder. Or, da Days of Future Past 2, Past Harder. No. Let's put it there. Okay. So, we'll go right, uh, right under that one? Yeah. Okay, so, right above Wolverine Raised a Piece of Shit, Dakin is Earth 8327. Silver Surfer turned back into Noran Rad. <laughs> Next week on Multiverse OQ, I get together with our British companion... 
Andrew to talk about Squadron Sinister as we get ready for Exiles. Not that we'll deal with the Squadron Sinister and we'll probably be disappointing overall. And also make sure to look out for our Swamp Thing movie review with me and Shannon from Stretchy Movies. Multiversal Q is a weekly podcast that can be found with more information at multiversalq.com where you can check out our backlogs, our image galleries that go with each episode, our links to the Patreon campaign, and more. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at, at MultiversalQ. You can email us at MultiversalQ at gmail.com. And we also have a Facebook and a Tumblr. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Coltreg. And you can find me at FredoFett. That's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. Yep. Thank you for checking out this episode, and we will see you next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.